Hello and welcome to Firefighters from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Five bells, stand by all stations. Attention, all districts, a five alarm fire. Five bells move in immediately. That's it. Let's go. Let's go. Firefighters. Fighters. Presenting Firefighters, the true to life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the demon of fire. just one moment, we'll join Chief Cody, rookie fireman Tim Collins, and the chief's old friend Tom Culpepper, the country editor, on the banks of the Plum River, where they've just settled down for a nice evening of fishing. They've come to Plum Valley as guests of Tom Culpepper to get a good rest and forget about fires. But just as they throw out their lines, an old familiar sound breaks the stillness of the country night. Now, we'll learn more about this interruption to their vacation right after we've heard this message. Firefighters, let's go to the shadowy banks of the Plum River, where Chief Cody, Tim, and Tom Culpepper, their country editor host in Plum Valley, are just settling down to an evening of fishing for bullheads. Fires and firefighting are fathers from their thoughts as they talk about the particular fish they're after tonight. Ah, just let me stretch my legs out in this grassy bank. Well, now, Mr. Bullhead, you can start biting. I'm ready. What kind of a fish is this bullhead anyway, Chief? Uh, Better ask Tom here. He's the bullhead authority. Well, uh, it's a sort of a catfish, Tim. Black skin, doesn't have scales like other fish. Has whiskers, though, and little horns on either side of his mouth. And watch out for those horns, son. They'll sting you plenty. A fish with horns? You're kidding. Oh, no end. And if we have the kind of luck the boys and Tom been talking about, I'll be able to prove it to you before very long. That's pretty tonight. Moonlight on the meadow. Yeah, yeah, this is one of my favorite spots, this little fishing hole. Peaceful like. Nothing but the tree toads and the frogs to mar the quietness. Hmm. Yeah, it is sort of nice. <laughs> That's not a tree toad or a frog. It sure isn't. That's a town fire bell. That's a fire, huh? Well, 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 gee, shall, shall we go? Shall we go to it? Everybody in this town goes, and tonight especially. I wouldn't miss this for the world. Now, here's a chance for you folks to see that crack fire department I've been telling you about. Come on, the fishing can wait. Forgetting the quiet pleasures of fishing, the three men lose no time getting back to town. And who should be leading the way but Chief Cody? For although he wouldn't admit it, the sound of that old fire bell once again has stirred his blood. And even though he's on vacation, he's looking eagerly ahead at the excitement of a small town fire. Well, as they dog trot down the main street toward the fire hall, Tom. Yeah. See, some of the boys are gathered by the hall. Wonder where the fire is. 
this rolling to a fire on foot is a little new to me. Yeah, well, usually I ride, and in style. Uh, don't you have any central bureau that takes reports of fires, Tom? Oh, uh, no, no. Uh, to report a fire, you just call the telephone operator, Millie Struble, and she routes out the volunteers. Uh, well, who rings the bell if you don't have anyone stationed at the hall? The uh, first one that gets there. The first one there gets to drive the truck. Oh, blazing blisters, what a way to run a fire department. Well, that's what I've been trying to tell the town, but... Uh-oh. Uh, see, they're having trouble getting the darn truck started. Oh, here is old Handy Hanks. Oh, who's he? Oh, just an old fellow around town. Lives for the moment he can climb into the fire truck and go tooting down the street. Can't drive for sour apples either. He sure can if he doesn't get the thing started. Yeah. What's the matter, Handy? Is the battery dead again? Hey, now you leave me be, Tom. I'll get started. Blast the old thing. Where's the fire? Any idea? The what? about the fire the fire the fire all oh, that that uh, up the street according to millie oh come on there you blamed old thing always acts up when i get the chance to try here you better let me try her handy we we'll be all night getting to the fire no 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 now you leave me be tom culpepper i got here first and dad blame it i'm going to drive it here let me take a look mr hanks hey who's he Suppose he wants to drive it too, huh? Uh, this is Fire Chief Bob Cody from the city, and I think he might be of some help. Huh. City fireman, eh? Yeah. Well, he can try starting her, but I'm warning you, I'm going to drive. Uh, this the ignition? Yeah. Uh, looks to me like you didn't have it turned on. What? Huh. Now try it. Will Well, I'll be darned. You know, I could have sworn I had it turned on. Okay, come on. Let's All right. Go. Pile on, men. Hang on tight. After a short but wild ride with Handy Hanks at the wheel of the little fire truck, they come to a careening stop in front of the Hancock building, the block of stores comprising the main business center. Well, hey, isn't this the same building you were showing us this afternoon? It sure is, and here's the fire in this store about midway in the block. And no firewalls in the entire building. Tom, your volunteers better get busy, or they're going to have a real piece of trouble on their hands. You're telling me. If that blaze gets started up in the space by the stores, she'll spread quicker than you can say Jack Robertson. Come on, boys, let's get to work. Now, don't you worry, Tom Culpepper. You've been hollering about how us boys don't know how to put out a fire. Well, we'll show you. Where's that hose wrench, anybody? A wrench? I ain't seen no wrench. Well, what'd you do with it last time you used it? I used it. Well, you was the one who used it at the Tolliver fire. Oh. Remember seeing you with it. Oh, you're crazy, Handy. You probably carried it off home. Oh, is that so? Now I'm a thief, eh? And who are you calling crazy? Come on, come on. Put up them dukes and fight like a man. I quit your wrangling. There's a building on fire. Let's get organized before the whole block goes. I got the hose, but the threads on the collection seem jammed. It's all fit now. All right, boys. I'll put the ladder up. Get out of the way, everybody. Oh, Handy will put out your fire. Oh, careful, <laughs> Handy. That, that's pretty heavy for you. What do you mean, heavy? Why, I... Why, look, look out! Look out! Oh, there goes the plate glass window. Oh, what a, what a fiasco. Oh, 
You see what I mean about the Plum Valley Fire Department chiefs? I certainly do. Nobody knows what they're supposed to do or how to do it. Well, can't we pitch in, Chief? Somebody's got to save this building. We certainly can, Tim. Grab a hand extinguisher, son. Uh, you too, Tom. We're going in there before it's too late. Ignoring the confusion and disorganization of the volunteer department, Tim, Tom, and the chief shoulder extinguishers and make their way into the burning building. The fire on the second floor is well underway, and by the time they fight their way up to it, what Tom and the chief have feared most has happened. Yeah. She's gotten up to the ceiling, Tom. Yeah, just what I was afraid of. There's no firewall. She'll gut this block in a matter of minutes. Well, extinguishers are empty, Chief. What's next? Without wrenches and with bunged-up post connections, we can't get any water in here. Well, there's always the last resort. What's that, Tom? Well, the bucket brigade. A bucket? Oh, it'd be useless, wouldn't it, Chief? Well, it's a pretty sorry way to fight a fire in this day and age. But if that's the only way left, let's organize a bucket brigade. Come on! What with firefighting equipment Plum Valley has useless because of inefficiency and poor training, the three men turned to one of the oldest weapons against the demon of fire, the bucket brigade. But although they worked feverishly through the night, the fire sweeps unchecked through the entire building, leaving but an empty shell. Hours later, we join the chief, Tom, and Tim at the record. Well, the only thing we can say, Tom, is that... Looks like we did stop the fire short of your printing shop. Yeah. So for a while, the Plum Valley Courier was going, too. Oh, but what a tragedy. The whole block wiped out. Yeah, we'd only had just one engine company from home. Yes, but we didn't. Nor none of the training of a big fire department, Tom. What happened tonight should be the greatest argument in the world for the firefighting reforms you want to work in this town. Well, as far as I'm concerned, I'll never rest until Plum Valley has full-time paid personnel and the right kind of equipment. But, come on, it's almost morning and we're all dog-tired. Let's go home. Tired and discouraged by the night's experience, the three men walk slowly to the Culpeper home. They've had a cup of coffee and are resting on the back steps talking. I'm sorry to spoil you folks' fishing trip with a fire. I can assure you I didn't plan it this way. Well, that's all right. Time enough for fishing. Yeah, and I still don't believe any fish has horns. Uh, you'll see. You just wait till... <laughs> oh, what in blazes. Sounds like the fire bell again. Oh, it can't Yeah, be. but it is. And tired though we are, we better get down and see where it is fast. Well, it seems strange that the small town of Plum Valley should have two fires within the space of a few hours. What is behind this second alarm that sends Tim, Tom, and the chief hurrying back to the main part of town? To learn the answer to that, be sure to listen to the next thrilling true-to-life episode of The Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell you, boys and girls, how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first... Here is a message you ought to hear. Now Chief Bob Cody with a special notice for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. You've heard me talk a lot about fire being an enemy. A force that, if not controlled, can destroy life and property. Well, that's all true. But notice I said, if not controlled. Uncontrolled fire is a menace. But control fire is a friend of mankind. Your friend and servant and mine. Fire warms us, cooks our meals, heats our water. And within the control limits of the fireplace in your living room is a warm and cheery companion. A bright and glowing center of life and fellowship that has warmed the hearts of men for centuries. 
So fire can be a friend as well as an enemy. Just remember that. Well, that's all for now. Till I drop in next time, so long. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it. Copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.